How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to a proper daily news update for Wednesday, April the 7th. That's right, we have news today. It's very exciting. Thank you so much for being here. Let's jump right into it and talk about some video games. Uh, first things first, the Entertainment Software Association, the ESA, has confirmed that E3 is going to be returning this year in digital form. Of course, it was canceled last year, both the physical and digital versions. So it's going to be running from June 12th to 15th this year, and they have already confirmed multiple companies that are going to be taking part. They've got Xbox, Nintendo, Capcom, Ubisoft, Take-Two, Konami, Warner Bros., and Coke Media. Of course, companies like PlayStation, EA, Activision Blizzard, notably absent from the list, but they usually are. Uh, we don't know much about the format that it's going to take as a digital show. We assume that it's going to have the usual news and announcements, but it's to be determined if there's going to be any kind of interactive element. It was suggested before that there might be, like, on-demand demos of some games. Uh, that's pretty interesting. Anyway, they intend on running E3 in person next year, so 2022. And, I mean, we'll see how that turns out, considering at the 2019 event, they leaked hundreds of journalists' personal information. And I don't imagine many of them are going to be excited to head back. Oh, and also, they're calling it the Electronic Entertainment Experience now, instead of Expo. I'm not sure if that's just for the digital event, though. That's pretty much it, though. E3 is back. I talked recently about how well Monster Hunter Rise is selling, and the narrative has absolutely continued. The game has now been sold more than 5 million times in 10 days, which is only slightly behind Monster Hunter World when it first came out. Although World released on PlayStation and Xbox, whereas Rise only released exclusively on the Switch, so this is definitely more impressive. And it just goes to show how impactful Monster Hunter World was for Capcom, right? Not only is it their best-selling game of all time, 16 million units, but it also had this ripple effect into their next release. Hopefully they're able to keep that momentum up, and, you know, I know a lot of people are really loving this game and the franchise as a whole. And hey, as a fun fact, Monster Hunter is actually only their second best-selling franchise when all of the games are combined. It's about 70 million units. Their number one franchise is Resident Evil, with 107 million units sold. And both of those are in a really good spot right now, so I imagine them both improving over time. Both the Xbox Game Pass and PlayStation Now are going to be getting additions to their services soon, so I'll detail it for you here. Uh, headlining the Game Pass is the return of Grand Theft Auto V. It was there before, they took it away, Red Dead Redemption 2 came in, that went away, now GTA V is back. Uh, and then of course we talked recently about the day one release of MLB The Show 21. And then it's also going to be getting NHL 21 through the EA partnership, as well as Zombie Army 4 Dead War. And some smaller games on top of all of that. Pretty cool. Pretty top-tier games, I would say. Uh, and then over on the PlayStation side, they have some pretty heavy hitters. They're adding Marvel's Avengers, Borderlands 3, and The Long Dark. And then along with those games, they're adding a seven-day free trial to the service for the first time ever. So if you've ever wanted to try it, now you can. Um, it's a little bit different than the Game Pass. It's game streaming, you know, more along the lines of Stadia or Amazon Luna. And that requires a pretty hefty internet speed. But it's also your only opportunity to play PlayStation games on PC, besides, you know, the few games that they've put on Steam. I'd also argue that the PlayStation Now library is a little worse, but there's plenty to love there. Feel free to check it out. Okay, and then I've just got a bunch of miscellaneous game updates that I'll shove into one segment here. First of all, the original Titanfall game is going to be getting some fixes, because it has been the target of DDoS attacks for a long time now. Basically makes it unplayable. And, you know, despite the game being pretty old and having a successor in Titanfall 2, there's still a pretty dedicated community playing this game. I know that Titanfall 2 has had some issues as well, so they might be trying to solve both of them, but either way, it's nice to see that they're dedicating some attention to it. 
Uh, next up here, the developer of Forager, Hopfrog, has confirmed that the game's multiplayer update has been cancelled. They were working on it for a while, but apparently the team that he left to make the update apparently just caused more problems that weren't worth fixing. So he's not abandoning the game entirely, but they would rather just make Forager 2. Refunds are being offered for people who are just sticking around for the multiplayer. Uh, sea of Thieves is going to be getting its second season next Thursday. That's going to bring some new content updates, a new battle pass. Sticks around for three months. And then if you're interested in the changes coming to the Mass Effect Legendary Edition, the new remastered trilogy, be sure to check out the EA blog, or the Bioware blog, I guess. They're running weekly updates that detail all of the improvements that they're making, and it's, I don't know, it's a pretty cool read. Not really worth me going over it, but if it's your thing, then you're gonna enjoy reading about it. Anyway, that is all for me today. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. I'm gonna be back tomorrow with the news, as always. And until then, happy gaming, everyone. It's the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. How did you like the uh, surprise joke yesterday? You think that was fun? Shelby appreciates all of the kind words that were sent her way. Uh, what was in the news today? Yeah, I mean, E3 is coming back. I don't know. It's kind of hard to be excited about E3 if it's not an in-person thing, to be honest. I am very burnt out on, like, digital game events. And I guess it, E3 basically is a digital game event if you're not there. So maybe I'm just burnt out on game events in general. I don't know. I feel like... Are they really that more effective than just doing the event yourself as a, you know, as in the publisher? I know it can be really fun to rally around a single event and do it like marathon style, a bunch of new stuff coming. But after watching so many of these things, it all just kind of starts to blend together. And I really start to appreciate things like Pokemon Presents and the little Xbox events that they were doing. You know, like less than an hour... Just a few announcements to make, and they get to have a little bit more detail on all of them instead of a cinematic trailer. Short and sweet. Instead of, you know, multiple 12-hour days. <laughs> okay, maybe that's an exaggeration, but... You know, some of these live streams can go for four hours, and you're like, geez, it's like watching two movies of game trailers. There's only so much of that you can handle. But hey, that's why shows like mine are here, to give you the biggest highlights, and you don't have to sit through four hours. What's new with me? Uh, not much. Same old, same old. Still playing Binding of Isaac. And I really wish I could talk about it, but I don't want to in case of spoilers. But basically, I discovered... Let's just say there are more characters than what were originally promised in the trailer. And they didn't specify any more than that because they didn't want to spoil it themselves, the advertisements. And now that I've discovered these characters, I am a very happy person. Because there's a lot more of the game to play. I'm going to be busy with this one for a while. It really does feel like a whole new game, and, uh, you know, I had something like 575 hours in this game, I think was where I was at. I'm now at 625, so I'm pretty sure this expansion just gave me, like, another 200 hours of, of content on this game. Maybe even more, I don't know. It's wild. It's absolutely wild. And then, you know, outside of video games, it is pretty much the same story. I'm finishing up my homework. I know it probably feels like I'm always working on homework, the way I talk about it on this show. But the truth is, I'm now finally in the in the home stretch, you know? One and a half more weeks, and I'm done school forever. Or at least, I don't know, I might go back to school one day, but I'm probably not. Everything's done soon, and I just get to focus on doing this show, doing my work, and moving into a new place. Got a bright future ahead of us. And then, besides the homework, we're still watching movies. I think I told you before, we watched, like, a buttload of movies recently. And we're still going because we're trying to get through, like, the Oscar nominations. So we're gonna watch most of the best pictures, and then some of the other categories.
categories. We're not trying to be completionist about it or anything. But I've never watched the Oscars, you know, and I've never cared about them. So I figured, what the heck, for the first time in my life, I can actually just see if it's for me. And if it is, great, I'll keep doing it. And if not, at least I tried it. All right, everybody, I've talked enough. Thanks so much for being here. Cross your fingers for me over the next week and a half. And until next time, farewell.